It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. Hello, Simon Marcel. The French be- romantic you. Yes, and you're very realistic. Always keep me real when I go in the clouds of romance. When you listen <laughs> to me and I go, oh, where is Simon going? Where is he going? You can trust Angie Taylor will bring me right back to reality. This is The Rendezvous. It's a call-in show. You can call us 855-905-8255. You can also email us. You just go to simonenergy.com and we get your email. I have a little story and a question for you, Angie. Mm-hmm. Something that I need. You, you're very real, so you're going to like that. And you're also romantic. So, you know Serena Williams. We Serena love her. Williams, love her. Love yes. her. I love her too. Unique figure in the history of sport of tennis. A beautiful woman, just an, a new mom. Uh, she is also married. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you know, she did not win Wimbledon. <laughs> Why you got to bring that up? Just because for the sake That's of the story. Up. I don't want to hear about that. Okay. I actually cried tears. So, but she wants something else. What happened is that her husband, Alexis, decided to make her happy, to make up maybe for the loss or something, to take her, fly her to Italy to have a wonderful meal in Venice, right? To have the best pasta in the world mm-hmm. in Venice, Italy. So that's, you know, kind of what I call over the top, maybe. Why? We mean like because he took her on vacation or something. No, it what, took, you know, what happened? It, it was just a last minute thing. It said, you know, she said she, she said I want Italian food. He took her on a flight to Italy to have a That's great. That's amazing. Yes, I'm very romantic, but I feel it's over the top, and I'm going to tell you why. That's next on the rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon Marcel. Yes, that's us, The Rendezvous. Phone number 855-905-8255. We talk romance, but mm-hmm. we also talk reality. Here's a quick story. So, you know, Serena Williams, we love her. Great champ. One, the best champ ever in tennis. Love her. Love her. Uh, but sadly for her, she lost Wimbledon. And her husband, great man, uh, Alexi, decided to make her happy, to fly her to Italy to eat probably the best pasta possible. It's amazing. It is amazing, no question. Right before one break, I said I think it's a bit over the top, and I'll tell you why. I know London. Mm-hmm. There are some of the best Italian chefs in London. So, isn't it a bit kind of over the top to just fly your way out to a different country for a single meal? No. No. I think that is so amazing and romantic. I would never think that's over the top. He has the means to do so. Isn't he like the yes. co-founder of Twitter yeah, or whatever? Billionaire. It, no big kind, deal yeah. to just jump on his plane. Yes. It's an hour flight. And then you have amazing pasta. What's wrong with that? How is that not romantic? It is romantic. He's trying to lick her wounds a little bit. She lost a game. She lost a match. Let's go. You know what? We're not just going to go to the same Italian restaurant we always go to. I'm taking you to Italy right now. Let's go. Yeah, I, li- I like the spontaneous. Soon. That's true. But it's something in me. Maybe it just... Because I know London and those Italian restaurants. I just feel Angie, that's... Well, I could go to Olive Garden every day. And I love Olive Garden. Me too. Or my favorite Italian restaurant every day that I love. But if somebody says, I'm flying you right now. We're getting on a plane. We're going to Italy to have the best Italian Italian pasta pasta ever. I would be like a puddle. I would be amazed. I get it. Overwhelmed. I mean, maybe I'm a bit jealous. Maybe I wish I could do that There you go. That would be amazing, right? It could be that. Angie, let's say... What's your favorite kind of food? Italian, actually. Okay. So let's say you and Jason, you know, you had a rough day, a rough week. Yeah. And he goes, let's go to Roma to eat pasta. Hi. Uh, A most amazing thing you could probably do. I would be overjoyed. I would be so happy. I would be thrilled. I would be 
felt like I was but, in a romance novel. That'd be amazing because it's a dream. Versus if he said, Angie, let's go to the best Italian restaurant in Chicago. We can do that any day of the week. So what you like is the idea of... Different, the, spontaneous, fun. That's romantic. And the traveling too. Yeah, well, all of it. I okay. mean, it's all amazing. It's all a dream. Is there any too much, too big? I think there's too corny. I think there's too obvious. I think there's too cheesy. That's no. happened to me before. Let's talk about what's too corny or too cheesy when it comes to romance. And that's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Yes, Simon Marcel at your service. Right before we went to the break, Angie, we were talking about this grand gesture Serena Williams' husband did for his wife. She lost Wimbledon, and then he flew her to Italy. They flew together to Italy for the best Italian meal possible. So great. So great. Okay. I said I think it was a bit too much over the top. Angie convinced me I was wrong. I might follow uh, at Jesus. Who wouldn't point. love that? Come on. Well, okay. So maybe. But then I said to you this question. In the over-the-top, the grandiose, when does it become corny? When does it become cheesy? Uh, there have been times where it's such an overt, obvious attempt at romance. It seems textbook. It seems fake. It seems not in your character. Um, so, like, there are shows like, uh, you know, The Bachelor, where... Yeah. There's always guys like writing a love song. I've had men write poetry before. I'm like, you're not a poet. And it's like, I don't want to read a roses are red. <laughs> you know, it's just so cliche or, you know, flowers all the time. It's can, like then then they lose their meaning after a minute. They don't feel special anymore. Can it ever be too big, too expensive, too crazy no. in, a, in an experience, in a gift? I think it depends on how you feel about the person. If this is somebody you are in love with, you you have a relationship with, if you've been together, if you're married, I don't know that there's any such thing as too much. If you're new, mm -hmm. it can be too much, too fast, too fake, too phony, too I don't know if you're doing this to every other girl too. So you just kind of have to read the room on your relationship and also just knowing what your partner would really like is, I think, the most romantic thing because it shows that's a great you, put, point. you put thought into it. That, that's a great point. And that's why we can't really decide for other people what she's in court right. because each of us have a different you know, scale of this. We don't know. That might have been Serena's dream is to be swept off to an Italian dinner. Apparently. And maybe he just made her dream come true. He said on, on social media she wanted Italian dinner. So, and then there's a picture of, Perfect. of her there. So Perfect. Good, good for them. Uh, we're a call-in show. There's calls all over the place. So we'll get to you calls next on The Rendezvous. Listening to The Rendezvous, I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. The Rendezvous, it's a call-in show, Angie, 855-905-8255 to call us. And we have Amy listening in Gary, Indiana on 93.9 Light FM. Bonjour, Amy. Hi, how are you? Good. Hey, Bonjour, Amy. Amy. What's going on? How can we help you? Okay, so I'm really frustrated with online dating at the moment, and I just want to give up. My most recent interaction... I had been talking to this guy uh, mm -hmm. on one of the apps, and it was one of those things where we just hit it off, and you can tell when there's a connection there, and it went really well, and this turned into us having full-blown conversations all day, all night, mm. for a week. Wow. Wow. You know, I had even asked him, you know, do you want my phone number? Like, maybe we can get off the app and we can text. He said, no, like, let's just stand here for a little while. Mm -hmm. I said, Okay. You know, I kept trying to make hints that maybe we should meet up. He didn't really take that. He just wanted to keep talking. So towards the end of it, mm -hmm. he started sending me pictures of himself. Nothing risque, just random pictures. One night, he then asked me, he basically said, so any body shots that I can get from you? 
Mm. And I'm not that type of girl. So I kind of said, no, not right now. I need to meet you first. So he said, okay, all good. Then the conversation kind of died down. The very next day, we chatted for a tiny bit. That was a Friday. Didn't hear from him at all on Saturday. Uh On Sunday, I sent him a message. Hey, how's your weekend going? Right. Didn't hear from him at all. Come Monday, I go to check to see that our whole entire conversation has been deleted. So you're so he basically just deleted me. Oh, wow. And for me, it leaves me with no final word. No, no, I, I you no know, explanation. It's no, so hard. There is an explanation to it. And we're going to share that with you, NJ, and I right when we come back. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour. We talk love relationships. Uh, it's a call-in show, 855-905-8255. Uh, we are talking with Amy. Amy, bonjour. Are you there? Yeah. Yes. So basically, you were online. You start to chat with a guy. Things are going extremely well for about a week. Uh, he refuses to kind of meet. He refuses you offer to get your cell phone number and text. Basically, you refuse anything else than messaging or whatever app that was, right? Right. Right. And then after a while, he sent a picture of him, not risque, and then he asked some body shots picture of you. You said... Right. Not comfortable with that. Yes. And then after that, he kind of ghosted on you, right? That's what happened? Exactly. And then deleted our conversation. Okay. Okay. Angie, what's your intuition on well, this one? first of all, I think the deleting and the ghosting... You don't need any more clarity than that. Like, he's done, right? So, but it is frustrating when somebody ghosts like that. I do think, and I'm sure you've noticed this through, you know, various online dating or whatever and the things that I hear from my friends, that a lot of people are just kind of messing around on these apps. They're just chatting. They want to have a friend. They want to have a flirtation on the apps. And it never really goes anywhere. There's never a date that comes of it. There's never this or that. And good for you for standing by. I'm not comfortable sending these risque shots because now he's gone and who knows if you would have sent them, where would they go? So you stood by what you wanted. That wasn't cool for him. I think that sends a very clear message of this isn't the guy for you because if he's going to just dip after a week of very intense conversation because you wouldn't send him a Nike or something like that, then that's not the dude you want to date anyway, right? Exactly. Was there something in all the conversation you had that made you like him very much? What is it? Because I feel you, it's not, you've been almost played, but you resisted the play and you didn't send the picture and you good for you. So what was it that made you so happy in this conversation with him? Right. I guess I could sort of see potential. You know, he was smart and funny and witty and he seemed interested in me. Mm-hmm. And the conversation was really easy and simple. And it wasn't just like one-liners here and there. We were in conversation that I felt good about. Okay, so here's my take on this one. And I have many friends of mine online. I've online myself. There is a rule that we should all apply. No matter how fun, how great, exciting the conversation is, just messaging each other, you got to stop it and say, let's meet. This is the only way to get to know somebody. You're spinning your wheels otherwise. You're wasting your time. Exactly. And some guys, or sometimes some women, do it to be entertained because they're lonely. They're married. Some people do it out of boredom. relationships. And they have no intention to ever meet you. But they get the attention. They feel Mm -hmm. wanted. Mm -hmm. They feel, you know. They They have a companion or something. And so the rule from this, that's a learning, is that next time, never engage in long conversation with somebody you haven't met. Don't waste so much time next time. Spend five minutes, ten minutes having coffee will give you the best information on the potential partner. The rest is just not reality, okay? 
Yeah, you're right. It's just the rule of the it's game. It's not real until it's yeah. really real, face-to-face. Face-to-face. Yeah. You know, it's like talking about a guy in the bar that you'll never meet. Right. Same. Fantasizing about what that would be like. Yes. Right. You don't know. You, so, sorry, sorry for that, but at least it's a lesson, Amy. Yeah, definitely. It'll get better. Thank you so much for, for calling us, and good, good luck to you. Thank you so much. Let's talk a bit more about online dating when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. You have a question for me, Angie? Yeah. I see that. Well, I was thinking about our last caller, Amy, who said that she was having this long conversation for a week with this guy online, right. and he finally asked her for pictures. He said, can you send me a body shot? Yes. And she said no, and then it was over. He goes to... What does it mean if a guy says, can you send me a body shot? Does that mean, like, nakey-nakey? Or, like, I no. just want to see a full body picture of you like in you know out with your friends or whatever that's a good question it doesn't mean nakey nakey just mean you could be playing sports it could be it doesn't have to be just something that shows mostly you the legs and then i guess the not just your face but not naked it's just no exactly you in action you moving here's the thing i've been online dating but i'm older than some of the the callers you know so i think the younger people on bumble and all those things I mean, there's a competition in this market where the young people are very at ease with all of that. As you get a bit older, there's less and less of that. Yeah. And, and so... If a guy were going to say, in, send nudes, he would probably say, send nudes. Yes, oh, probably. And, and He'd be clear about it. And, and friends of mine that are younger have profiles that are more daring than friends of mine that, mm-hmm. are, that are older. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to do what you feel comfortable with. I mean, listen, the thing is like a bar... With a million people. That's what is those apps. A yeah. million people in the bar. And if you don't get what you want, there's a million other people standing around. And if you're 100% honest, everybody talks to everybody all the time. Right. Not just to you. He's speaking or she's speaking to 30 dudes or, he's, or she's Right. Speaking. That's the truth. And I know so many people that do that. They just talk to people forever uh, for, and never meet. And never meet. And only just one people. They talk to 10. 10. 20 at the yeah. same time during the day. It's, it's a companion. It's somebody keep you company, fill the time, something to do. Swiping is sport. It's also competition you know so yeah. people do that so you can't take it personally right until you've met you've got nothing right just a name you're not a person you're yeah. just a profile a profile a, an option until then you meet mm-hmm. and then anything is possible so meet soon if you have a good feeling that's the advice more rendezvous when we come back Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. There's two ways to reach out to us. One is the phone, 855-905-8255. The other one is to send us an email or a message. Just go to simonenergy.com, and Angie, I've got an interesting Instagram DM in my hand. Came to Simon and Angie you, on Instagram. You know it. Okay. It says, it's from a guy, my girlfriend of six months wants a key to my apartment. I told her to let me think about it, and now she's mad at me for even hesitating. She doesn't have any reason to go there when I'm not there. Mm. What do I do? Do I give her a key just so she stops being mad at me, or I don't give her the key? Mm. After six months, I'm wondering how often she spends the night. Um, I, I think that has something to do with it. If she has a lot of her stuff there because she's there often. But if she's not there all the time, if she doesn't have a drawer, if she doesn't have a lot of her things there, I think you're perfectly fine with saying we're not there yet if you're to- not comfortable. Totally. 
I agree 100%. I think that if you don't feel it, don't do it. Because either you want the person to be feeling home in your home and you give them the key. And like Angie said, and I agree, if you don't feel it, if you're not there, if it's hesitating, don't do it. Right. Wait a little bit. It's okay. No one should get mad about this, Angie. Like, it's not the other world. If somebody says, I'm not ready yet, okay, I'll wait for you to get ready. Right. Right? It's, you're still, the relationship is still on. It's still the same. Nothing's changed. Exactly. It makes me think of a question. Should anyone ask for a key or just wait to be offered to have a key? And mm. that's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello. And my accent is French. Yes. If you haven't noticed. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about a situation. We received a message at Simon and Angie on our DM on Instagram where someone were in a situation where they were in a relationship for six months. She asked for the key. He kind of said, I need to think about it. Then she got mad because he was hesitating and right. then he's wondering, should he give, not give? And we told him, if you don't feel it, don't do it. How would you feel if someone you were dating said, can I have a key to your place after six months? Absolutely not. You would say no? No. Would there ever be a time that you would offer someone a key to your place? Yes. When would that be? When I feel it. When I know you enough. Right. When I know us enough. When we've had the ups and downs, the rain and shine, because I, I don't want to fail. Nobody wants to fail. But So I feel if you respect the steps of relationships, if you don't rush it, if you respect resistance, some of us are slow snails mover, some of, of us are very fast. But the experience has showed me that when you take your time, it has to come from both I would love to say to somebody, here's my key. Yeah. Please feel home. If it comes up organically. Organically. Instead of having to ask. Exactly. Having the key of somebody's home makes us, it's our home. It's not just my home anymore. If I, if I give you my key, obviously you should feel at home in my home. And, and I think that's a big commitment. It's, it's, you're very vulnerable when someone else has a key to your home. I, the old apartment that I lived in, there was a neighbor who I trusted, who was the condo president, you know, um, and we exchanged keys only because, you know, if we're out of town and something happens, we had an incident one time, here's the key, blah, blah, blah. I know he would never come in my house without permission, without something, but just knowing that somebody else has a key makes you feel a little, I don't know. Have you ever had somebody ask you for your key, Angie? Never had anybody ask me for their key. And I don't think I've offered up a key unless we were very long term. Have you ever asked somebody? Never. I've never asked for a key. Don't you think that your pride would stop you from doing that? Yes. Right. Yes. Because I don't want to hear why you would say no. Like I feel like if you are ready for that with me, you'll offer it. Exactly. And that's the lesson of all this is if it doesn't come from the other person, the the one who has the key. They're probably not ready. That's it. Don't take it ever for granted that if he or she doesn't say, you know, I would love you to have my key, that mm-hmm. means they don't want you to have the key. It's not things we forget, right? Right. I think that's the key. Person. The key to the key <laughs> the key situation. To the key situation <laughs> is to wait for your partner to offer it to you. Right. Don't take it personally and wait. Which leads Angie to a few things that we should never ask for first in a relationship, right? I have a few things to ask you about this. Okay. How would you react? And that's next on the rendezvous. 
Bonjour, bonsoir, you are listening to The Rendez-vous. I am Simon Marcel, here in the house, my lovely co-host Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Looking good in your black t-shirt. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Angie, we're talking about things after that DM when somebody said, you know, that uh, the key was asked too fast and he freaked out and basically she was frustrated that he didn't say yes right away. Right. We, we, we concluded that the best is to wait for the person to offer you the key. Don't ask. Don't ask. Right. And then I thought about this, is there other things that you should never ask for? such as Angie let's say we've been dating for six months should I be asking you to meet your family or should you be asking me this or no I would never say I need to meet your family I would wait until I was offered to meet someone so let's say I'm going to a weekend to see my family I don't invite you do you take it badly or personally or you no, don't even ask no I mean I guess it depends on how close we are um if we're in the I love you stage if we're talking about getting married mm -hmm. then I would expect that at some point I'd be invited along on that trip. Maybe not the first one, but I would hope that we would have a conversation down the road. Something else that I want to ask you about money. Do you think after just six months, you're entitled to ask how much you're making, how much debt you have, mm. what, or it's too early? Money is funny when it comes to mm -hmm. relationships. That, again, is another situation where I don't think you ask about finances and things like that until you're talking about moving in together or getting married when that would actually be a necessary conversation. Have you ever had somebody ask you how much money you make? Yes. It's off-putting. Off-putting. Yeah, it what is. What would you answer? I don't answer? You lied or you just decided that was just... I, I think I probably tiptoed around it or like, you know, changed the subject somehow or be like, why are you asking me about how much money I make? Totally. I, I, I wouldn't ask you about how much money you make. Good advice, Angie. You know? That's another question not to <laughs> ask too early. Unless I'm living in, you know, a humongous mansion or under a bridge, I wouldn't expect that you would ask me how much money yeah, I make. <laughs> that, that's a great point, too. It's a call-in show. We have a lot of calls, Angie. We'll get to your call next. You're listening to Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. It's a call-in show, The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Let's go to Larissa, listening in Des Moines, Iowa, on Now 105.1. Bonjour, Larissa. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Yes. Hello, bonjour, Larissa. Bonjour, and welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? Well, okay, I guess I have kind of a man crush Monday situation going on. Mm -hmm. Yes. If that works. Yeah, so absolutely. Who are you okay. crushing on? So I have a crush on this guy at work, <laughs> and I'm happily married. Oh, no. <laughs> no, and I really, really am happily married, and I, I just absolutely can't help it. I mean, I see him, and he just looks my way, and I, I'm not kidding. I turn red. Mm. And, and he talks to me, and I, I stutter. Oh, my God, it's just absolutely ridiculous. But when I'm with my husband, I'm, I, I'm fine. So, you know, you know, I mean, I'm great, actually. So I'm hoping it's kind of a, a fantasy thing, which, which I shouldn't really worry about. But I just, I, I can't help it. And I just want to know, I, I don't know, Simon, how do you not have a crush on somebody? <laughs> Larissa, stay with us. We're going to answer that question, and that's next on The Rendezvous. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie. Bonjour. Happy Man Crush Monday. Happy Man Crush Monday. Talking about crush and big crush, we have Larissa. Uh, bonjour, Larissa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Can help me? Yeah, Angie, <laughs> she doesn't want to have a crush. That's I know. the problem. So let's just recap quickly. So, Larissa, you are married. Happily. Yes. Happily. Yes. 
But then tell us again exactly what happened. Who's the crush you have with? Do I have to say his name? No, <laughs> no just, just somebody at work, right? Oh, good, good, good. Okay, it's it's a guy at work. And I just, I don't know what to do about it. I mean, when I see him, I get butterflies. Uh, I turn red. I hope he doesn't notice. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I don't know. How I long just, has this crush been going on for you? Well, ever since he started, about two months ago. Two months, so, okay. And this has never happened to me before. I've been happily married for 10 years, but just something about this guy. So... Tell me it's just a fantasy and it's going to pass. <laughs> it absolutely will pass. But here's the thing. First of all, it's not bad news. I'm going to tell you why. Everybody has the right to have a crush, and it's a sign you're still alive. All that matters is you do not act on it, right? So right. if it's just a crush, I mean, it's a blessing in life in a way that, you know, for six months or so you're going to get all excited and giddy. It doesn't hurt anything unless, unless... And there was a moment right before we went on break, you said everything is okay. It's great with my husband, but first you said it's fine. So I picked up on the word fine, So and then you said great. So are things with your husband just fine, or are things really great? They're in between fine and great. But that's, that, hey, how so, long have you been married? Ten years. Okay, ten years. I, I do agree with Simon. This is just fleeting. It's a fantasy. You know the workday can get long, honey, and it's boring staring at the same computer or the same uh, four walls all the time. And sometimes a, a little crush is a fun distraction from the mundane, everyday workday. As soon as you leave that place, it's where it belongs, at work, not real. You're not following through. If you do feel like you want to follow through, that's where we have a problem. But it'll go away. It will go away Good. if there is some romance at home. So let me ask you this. Do you feel between you and, a hu- and your husband... Things are still romantic and fun. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, it, it is. And, and I do have to tell you, when I'm not at work, I do not think about there it. There you go. It's You know what? You, oh, well, you, then. you just have something in front of you that's a little bit more interesting than work. So <laughs> You know, that's so, all it is right now. L- l- listen, Larissa. I, I have <laughs> well, a cr- that's true. You yeah. work where I work. You, yeah. So yeah. maybe I have a crush on Angie. She doesn't know about it. I right? know. And I then, know you do. Uh, right? It's all right. And, and, and so I'm crushing on Angie, but then it doesn't mean anything's going to happen. And then it's the same. You have crushes with people we work sure. with. And they come and go. Exactly. And you're human. And it's the same as you see a guy on the street and you're like, wow, there's a good looking guy. Or maybe your husband sees some beautiful actress in a movie like, dang, that woman's beautiful. But it doesn't mean that we're acting on those thoughts. They're just our thoughts. It's exactly. It's, yeah. It's like a movie. Well, good. <laughs> yes. All good. I'm not going to act on it. I'm, I'm definitely not. So. No. No, as long I as you. I just want to know if I'm okay. You're okay. <laughs> of course. You, thank God you still feel things like this when people say, say I have a crush on somebody just why not la vie est belle life is beautiful having a crush is a beautiful thing just don't do anything on it just act it'll pass away like like a butterfly sure. it's a beautiful oh Simon thank you it's a butterfly yeah. that w- is now into your life and that's gonna fly away and this will be gone and the longer you work with him too because there have been times where you know somebody new starts at work and they're like the hot new thing at work and you're like oh my god I have a little bit of a crush on this person and then two years later you think back like how did I ever have a crush on Tom in accounting he's such a dork oh, you know yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I remember those days. Yeah, so it'll go. It'll go. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Angie. You were a big help. Oh, great. Bye, bye. Take you. care. All right. Bye-bye, bye so Larissa. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> More of the rendezvous when we come back. Bonsoir. Good evening. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Hello. Uh, I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French. Uh, tonight, we had another great show, Angie. Yes, we did. Uh, every show is a great show, Simon. Th- that's true. Every night, you know. And thank you so much for listening to Angie and I every night. We really, really appreciate it. We had this wonderful story, over-the-top story, about the, our champion, Seminar Williams, being dying. 
outside the country she was in to eat Italian. Was it too much? Husband that, whisking her away. Wi- exactly. Whisking her away. Yes. Well said, Angie. Uh, we also had, this was another interesting story. We had a, a Larissa's man who, Larissa had a crush with somebody at the office. Big, big crush and didn't know if it was normal. Should you stop it? What should you do? Right. When life threw your crush, what do you do with mm-hmm. this crush? And then we, we had this call about online dating when um, Amy said that for a week they had this fabulous conversation, never stopping, but never ever text or met in person. Things went down. What happens if you communicate on online dating over and over and over for days and days and days and never meet? That's not good. Not good. And that's when my Simon Says came. I said, when it comes to online dating, the sooner you meet, the better. I have a rule. No more than a day. After a day of just chit-chatting on, on, on message. Couple days. I mean, sometimes people are busy. You know, you you maybe right, but, you don't have time to meet up for a date for a couple of days. No, no, not to meet in a day. I meant talk for a day. Once you start messaging, talk for a day. And after that, after a day, if it's a good talk, it's a good talk during the first day. Plan a date plan in a person. Day. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't know really until you see someone face-to-face and feel that energy whether you want to waste more time chatting with them. Exactly. you got to meet the person. Thank you so much for listening to NG and I. Thank you. We'll be back. Have a good night. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.